Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who have finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is chapter 1.16, Ocean of Fear, boarded by J.G. Kintel and Cole Sanchez. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn about the actual definition of immersion therapy. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. While pooting on a fire newt who stole snazzy boots, Finn attempts to chase after it into the ocean, only to be paralyzed by sudden fear. From his belly button emerges the Fear Feaster, a dark cloud that taunts him for his cowardice. Finn begs Jake for his help in overcoming this newfound fear of the ocean. Jake tries to drag Finn's feet into the water, but Finn constantly jumps back. They decide to try again the next day. Cut to Finn waking up in bed, Jake saying he has a three-step plan. Step one, reveal that the bedroom around them is actually fake and they're floating in the middle of the ocean. Further steps include taking Finn under the water in a submarine and taking him scuba diving. Understandably, Finn is freaking out throughout most of this. He pulls the inflammation on his diving suit to bring himself back to the surface, resulting in Jake getting knocked out. Taunted by the fear feaster and desperate to save Jake, Finn knocks himself out and floats to the bottom of the ocean. He and Jake make their way to the surface, but Finn is still very scared. He tells the fear feaster he'll never be a hero. Just in time, three wise men come out of Finn's belly button and tell him a hero's greatest feature is his flaw. (laughs) I think the best part of this episode, of which there are honestly many, is the super dramatic voiceovers at the beginning at the end. (laughs) Which is, it's, it, it says uh, Pat McHale, who is the creative director of season one. So these are not, like, creative director of season one and creator of Over the Garden Wall, by the way. Oh. So this is not, like, some profound quote. It's just the writer of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think it's Pat McHale voicing it. It's <sighs> No, it's Clancy Brown, the voice of Mr. Krabs and the Kurgan from Highlander. Are those really Clancy Brown's biggest roles I that's those are the ones I know him for oh I've got but he's he does now. all sorts of voice acting yeah like the name Clancy Brown rings such a bell okay he's in the Shawshank Redemption that's probably that's right. he's <laughs> he's the evil guard in the Shawshank Redemption okay yeah. I've never actually seen the Shawshank Redemption oh one. it's great you should watch I it. mean I probably should don't get me wrong Clancy Brown will also show up again later in the season as the demon cat Oh, I love the demon cat. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I probably said this before in Businessman or Businessmen, uh, but this episode also really drives home the post-apocalyptic nature of the show. Yeah, because they're, when they're in the submarine at the bottom of the ocean, you see tons of like destroyed skyscrapers and cars. Yeah, which really says something, I guess, about climate change or like clearly whatever the mushroom war did really changed the geography of the planet yeah for sure and it's, Which it's is cool it is very cool and it's very 
Like, you know, it's this weird feeling and I, I think it's probably deliberate of, you know, they're, they're under the water in the submarine and, and Jake's like, you see, isn't the ocean beautiful? And in the background, you can see like destroyed buildings and, and skeletons and cars. And Finn's like, yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> you're like, um, I've got like 20 questions I need here. <laughs> this is also such a weird episode to bring back, but they super do. Fear oh. The Fear Fister comes back. And Finn severs it with the grass sword. So, Wait, like, the, that's how the fear he... feaster comes back. He sure does. Yeah, oh, and... I didn't remember that because I'd seen in the the intro we re- you rechanged it to the fear feaster. I'm like, is that its name? I was like, okay, KK knows better. I mean, speaking of prolific voice actors, also the fear feaster is Mark Hamill. Oh, that little that little voice actor. That little voice actor. He's also the limo, limo driver at the end, and he's a few characters in the Enchiridion, which we did a few uh, episodes back. <laughs> sorry, you mentioned the limo, and I just remembered that, like, the limo, like, these three random spirits come out in a limo, and they have an argument with the limo driver. It's so wild. <laughs> There's, like... You, I think you can make an argument that the first season of Adventure Time is the funniest season of Adventure Time. And, like, not in a way that I would want for more than one season, but it is, like, truly delightful to just have the, the conclusion of the episode is Finn farts out four more people from his yeah. belly button who tell him it's okay to have flaws. <laughs> <laughs> and something I love as a subversion of this episode is, you know, the entire time, you know, Finn's grappling with this manifestation of self-doubt and you assume, as you would in any other show or book, that this isn't a real thing. It's just like a mental block, um, a mental personification. But then like Jake can also see it. You're like, oh, no, this is a real thing. It's real. It's real. (laughs) So speaking of Jake, I love how he is simultaneously incredibly effective in this episode while also being... So terrible. Just so, so bad at it. When Finn is finally like coming around and he's like, oh, it is kind of beautiful. And Jake's like, oh, deep, dark hole. Let's go. (laughs) Well, for me, it's the thing. On one hand, he somehow built a boat craft that looks identical to their room and managed to get a sleeping Finn into it and into the middle of the ocean. But then he also, you know dropped Finn into the middle of the ocean without any prep. It's such a beautiful, like, usually Jake is just lazy, and but even when he he loses that laziness, he still manages to be so ineffective. I actually was thinking about that, um, because when Finn's like, can you help me? Jake's like, no, I don't really want to do it. And then Finn's like, come on, man. And Jake's like, all right, I was just joking. And I wonder if, like, was he joking or does Finn just bring out the best in Jake? I mean, I think that's why they're together, right? Uh, You know, that makes it sound like they're dating. They're not. They're brothers. But, you know, we know that Jake, you know, was in the criminal underbelly for a while and not because, you know, he needed money or or anything, just seemingly because he was bored. Um, And, you know, he claims he didn't know better. I find that hard to believe his parents, their faults were both, you know, heroes and and I I doubt they would have raised, wouldn't have raised their kids without morals. It just seems that sometimes... Jake is very lazy, and I think that includes moral laziness. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's true. He also has, I mean, I think that he's an ADHD sort of metaphor, like if you're going to pin a neurodiverse uh, category on him. And one of my favorite lines is when he says, let's start a business of being scared of the ocean. <laughs> well, in fairness, um, their only interaction with business people were the businessmen who also didn't have a particularly firm grasp of what business means. <laughs> um, so... We are in the middle of reading a book by Paul Thomas called The Unofficial uh, Production History of Adventure Time. Please check it out. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Amazing. Find him on Twitter at Paul Thomas 1992. It's a really great comprehensive look at how Adventure Time was made with a lot of um, quotations and interviews from uh, the cast and crew. And I assume what you're going to go here is kind of what they'd initially planned for both Finn's backstory, the ocean and how it ties into Susan Strong. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so apparently the original idea was that Susan and Finn uh, were siblings and they got separated on the ocean, which is why Finn is so afraid of it. And that's, I mean, obviously they dropped the idea that they were siblings, but uh, that's, a both... pretty, that's pretty close to how it ends up. Yeah, they, they both ended up coming from the same place. Um, and I mean, you can definitely see it. Like, obviously, physically, Susan and uh, Finn are very different, but like they both have that, that blonde hair. So I could absolutely see like in an alternate universe, they did decide to run with it and they ended up being literal siblings. Yeah. What I want to say is, was this one of the most normal morals we've had so far? Yeah, I think so. I think this is the first time you sort of get a, a real moral. I mean. Yeah, the, the real moral was, you know, being afraid of things doesn't mean you're not a, a hero or you're not brave. The true bravery is facing your fears, which is such like, I feel like a stock kid show, kid book moral. I'm not complaining. It's a, a decent one. <laughs> it's just uh, a little strange to have it so straightforward in Adventure Time. Yeah. Season one, especially. Yeah. They do make the immersion therapy joke at one point in the episode. Oh, they do? Which, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt clever for coming up with it. You, you came up with it on your own. You're still clever. Mm. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, uh, when Jake pushes Finn underwater with his jowls, I was just howling with laughter. <laughs> Why? Why? I like toots on newts, and I love them boots. And I, something about, I'll poot on that newt as soon as I'm barefoot. <laughs> Oh, uh, sometimes just the nonsensical Susian rhymes are so great. Yeah, it's, and I also really like when Jake makes Finn rhyme and <laughs> Finn goes, it's pretty math, you psychopath. <gasps> I missed that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to end this by saying, please don't knock yourself out when you go diving. Oh, my God. I I hated every moment of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've... um. Have I ever mentioned to you before that I, I'm a scuba diver? No. Yeah. I, I'm uh, open water uh, scuba certified. Well, I guess you would know then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never personally knocked myself out. And it's been honestly a few years since I've... Uh, I've moved to colder climates and I do not have uh, a dry suit certification because that's different from wetsuits um, because you have to learn all sorts of air pressure related stuff. Um, the ocean is beautiful, 
but it's also terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give our media rec for, for this week, and honestly, it was so obvious. I want to recommend the video game Subnautica. It is a open world survival game where basically in the far future, you're the sole survivor on a giant colony ship that crashes on an ocean planet. It's basically about you kind of trying to build a base and survive in this ocean environment, trying to go ever deeper in order to track down various wrecks uh, from the main ship and other kind of uh, fleet ships, you know, to put together the story of why your ship crashed and what the the deep, dark secret of the planet is. Dun, dun, dun. Spooky. Spooky. It's it's super gorgeous. Um, It is... It was not in, uh, the developers have said, I think we accidentally made a horror game about it because there are definitely some uh, creepy, creepy predators lurking in those depths. Well, thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher. If you want to get in touch, share your thoughts and questions, you can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three, and Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr at Adventure Time Pod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands.